Hey Creepers! This week's episode's a little bit different than what we have done before. Kim and I are actually together and we're talking about a movie that we both watched that's a thriller. And spoiler alert, we talk about uh, pretty much the whole movie and the ending. It is a rated R movie, so there is some discussion of violence. So as usual, please be mindful of that. If you like what you're hearing and you like the podcast and you're a friend of the show, please go to Spotify if you haven't already and leave us a five-star review. If you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review on there, that would be wonderful. And here we go. Hey, Christine. <laughs> Here we are in the same room together. Holy crap. Yeah, we are actually sitting together in the same room. It's always better this way, isn't it? We never get, we don't get to do this as much. Yeah. And my head really hurts this morning. Um, we're trying to get through this uh, the best way we know how. Hydrated. We, hydrated. Um, we had a fun time last night. It was fun. So you came up to visit me, you know, shot up here, and we thought we'd just get on and do a quick uh, episode, uh, a fun episode, right? A fun episode for us. We decided that we should probably lighten things up a little bit. <laughs> and we, we always say that, and it still ends up being, like, super serious and dark, but that's how we lighten things up for us. Right. Like, this is... The stuff we think is, like we've said before, fun to talk about. Exactly. So fun for us would be uh, finding a fun movie to watch and then critiquing it. And we were just talking about this a second ago before we hit record, how when we go to Hulu or, you know, Netflix mm -hmm. or whatever, the first section I go to is the thriller, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As do you. And that's what pops up to me. No, I don't know if Hulu does that. Yeah, I think you, the uh, it does. The algorithm, like it, okay. For sure does. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of thrillers. And then I'll go to the horror, immediately to the horror section to mm -hmm. see if there's anything good there. Sometimes drama, but mostly not. Never comedy, which is weird, because yeah, we, we both, both like saying, to laugh. We both are, like, we're super funny. Yeah. I mean, we are, like we've said, we're comedians, exactly. pretty much. So why don't we watch comedy? I don't know. I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. So we do have a movie today that we found mm -hmm. uh, on Hulu. And if you are someone that, you know, likes what we throw down and maybe want to hear our critique on this movie today. <laughs> I bet you can't wait to hear what we It'll think about fun. this movie. <laughs> no, but first, let's let's talk about a few things before we yes. share this thriller that we watched yes we think y'all should watch so do we want to talk about the reviews we've gotten the emails we've gotten or do we want to talk about the pacific northwest crime best confession? yeah let's let's tell our listeners again about our uh upcoming adventure <laughs> we were asked to be a part of the pacific northwest true crime fest which will be october 8th and 9th up in Auburn, Washington. Uh, I'm terrified, <laughs> just to let you know. 
I'm excited. I know. We're both, what's a mixture of like, what are we doing? What we, we get ourselves into, uh, but we're going to approach it with fun and mm-hmm. we hope that you'll uh, get tickets, meet us. We'll have, it sounds like, some meet and greet going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to record a couple of episodes live at this event, so that'll be fun, uh, you know. And we get to be there with our fellow, like, Pacific Northwest podcasters. So yeah. being able to see and meet people from these podcasts in person, I'm excited. We're doing some, like, upcoming collaboration with true crime cat lawyer we're gonna have an episode with her soon and yeah we're it's it's I'm excited it's unexpected but what's so great about this podcast world is we've made friends I know that we didn't know and and now we get to meet them and so I'm pretty excited pretty excited about the true crime <laughs> we're excited we're, we're excited we said can we believe, can you believe that we're going to do this? Like, had you ever thought that we'd be doing this? Like when we were no. teenagers, um, just talking about every ghost story possible, ask, quizzing everyone we know. Yeah. I was just hanging out. Actually, I'll tell you this really quick on Friday night with a friend from work and from my old job. And she was telling me about her scary ghost stories about oh. the place she worked. Because remember you said get... Get them to tell, tell you any scary stories. So my friend Lauren was sharing about a place that she worked. She never personally saw or felt anything, but there was so much that happened. And it was in an isolated like location that she, she had just heard so much about how it was haunted and what people had seen there. Yeah. That she would just, she never experienced it, but it, there was so much hype around it that I think... She was always just kind of nervous there. She was on point and ready. Yeah, yeah. like, for instance, I'll tell you this one little thing. Um, she, there was a story about one of the nurses leaving the facility, and the, and you can't make this shit up, even though it's in movies all the time, and the nurse was driving off and saw a ghost in the rearview mirror of the car. What? And so my friend Lauren was saying that. I've seen that. that I know, but this person actually had it happen, and her... Warren was like, I couldn't um, leave and drive on that road without, like, a co-worker being in their vehicle and driving. Like, oh, she, wow. Because she'd be so freaked out. Yeah, you know? I bet. So one time she said she waited, like, a couple hours just for another co-worker to leave at the same time. That's how freaked out she was. Yeah. Which I don't blame her. No, I don't either. Wow. So that was a fun little... Yes. you know, when you ask everybody you know... Like, what is your freaking... Hi, I'm Kim. What's your ghost story? It's nice to meet you. Do you, Have you ever had anything happen? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? I've gotten a couple of weird looks after I asked that, actually. You know, after, you know, a night of drinking or whatever, and you've met someone, and you're like... We asked someone last night. <laughs> we did. And the story wasn't even that good. I'm not going to name names, but I was like, I don't know if that was a ghost. Okay, the bathroom light went on and on. Oh, Yeah. I don't know, it's but coming back to me. It was scary enough for that person, so I'm not gonna say yeah. whether or not it was a ghost or not. Um, so I also want to mention a couple of emails that we got from listeners because we love to, we love our listeners. We love it when y'all like reach out, leave us a review, five star review on Apple Podcasts. You can now leave it on 
Spotify, that's a new thing. So get on there if you can. If Next time you're on your Spotify, because really it's Apple and Spotify. Those are the two main places that people listen to us at. Oh, okay. If you're on there and you see us and you think about it, just hit the button and leave us the five stars, please. Not less than, just five. Yeah. Don't even think about four, three, two, or one. I'm, Not yeah, exactly. at all. We need five. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you just leave a five star? You know, I mean, just do it please. <laughs> um, and, and if you have time to write something too, like on Apple, that's great. Spotify doesn't let you, I don't think it's just oh, a really? star thing, but Apple does let you actually write something. Yeah. And when we get mm. those reviews, uh, and we get the emails, it, it totally brightens our day. Mm-hmm. I went through some pretty dark times recently that we shared in our last episode and, a couple of the days we got, you know, a good review and I was like, this is the, this is the good thing that happened to me today. You know, it really did brighten me up. So just remember that. Not, I mean, it doesn't have to be for us. Any podcast. Exactly. There is power in nice words. Yes. uh, In a world where people are so compelled to leave their negative comments on what they don't like about something. Think about when you do express what you like about something and what that does for that person on the Mm. other end receiving it. I think it does wonders. Yeah, I totally agree. It makes me think I need to go. We have been going on other podcasters, Mm -hmm. um, sites. Um, What's the word? I am not, this is alcohol brain right now. (laughs) It's okay. It's literally mush happening in my brain. (laughs) Even after coffee and a ton of water, I just have alcohol on yeah, there's yeah. no, it's seeping from I'm me. I'm there, I'm, I know, it's like coming it's out so of pores, <laughs> it's not. Okay. IPA is coming out of my pores right now, um, and out of my mouth as I'm talking, apparently. Uh, but yeah, we're, we've been going on, we've been mindful of other people's podcasts and how we can help like boost and support other people that are doing this also. It's, it's not easy work. This is hard work to form words. Yeah. Well, we're putting, we're, (laughs) we're putting ourselves out there for you. We're hoping you like what you hear. Christine, you're going to read a couple of things that people wrote into us that we were so tickled to read. So yeah. And these are back. We got these emails a couple months ago and I, we love to like mention anytime someone sends us something and we've gotten a couple of really nice ones. Ashley, sent us an email and shared with us kind of her background and her story a little bit, which I, we were also just saying like, I cannot send long emails and type things up anymore. Like I have no attention span. Mm -hmm. So Ashley C shared a lot of like her background and kind of how she came into being maybe a little bit psychic even. Yeah. She, she kind of talks about how, at first, she she didn't really believe it. She had it in her family. Like, I think her uh, an aunt of hers was sort of also had this gift. And she kind of didn't believe it. And now she leans into it. She kind of shared her story in this email. And I really appreciate that. And it was kind of fun to hear. And then I was also like, well, can can she do a reading? I'm so <laughs> wanting to do For a reading us. with Ashley. Yeah. We'll have an episode where Ashley maybe comes on. No, I don't know. Ashley, do you want to do that? Yeah, um, let us know. I would love to uh, talk to my mom, Ashley. So yeah. maybe that's something that you would be up to doing. But yeah, thank you. I, it, it's, it, I've shared that before. I yeah. love psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's always been a fascination yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, and I love it also when you see true crime bring in like a psychic and stuff that to me is fascinating yeah 
I like it because she shared, this isn't exactly creepy, but this is what has changed her life forever. And so she had actually also gone to a psychic and had like an experience with a psychic. And so she told us her story and, and I'm not going to read it all on, on this episode, but it, it was really fun to have someone reach out and share. I hope she found that um, connection with us too, to be able, cause there's something about being able to write it out and share it too with other people that are like into it. Yeah. And, that want to hear it and uh, support it and embrace it. Cause it's a gift. And I wish I had this gift of being able to like be in touch with past relatives. You know, way. they say we, they say, my husband hates it when I say <laughs> they say, we all have it actually. We're all pretty intuitive and we just, we don't, just know. don't know how to tap into it. Yeah. So, which reminds me, we've talked about the uh, Taylor Henry. Oh, Tyler Henry. On we have to do a review on that. That I, might be another one. This could be another episode because if anyone else has watched him, or especially yes. his new Netflix show, I've I, I've watched like the first one, but mm-hmm. I need to go back and watch the rest of it because you said it. I see. It's I had really seen him good. on the E Channel. I watched all of them before, so I knew who he was. But this goes into like his background. Yeah. Did do they do that on the show? A little bit, not. Um, oh, they go not as deep. extensive. Yeah. And so he's I'm got glad. like a whole true crime thing that's happened to him and his background, like in his family. It's really interesting. Oh, nice. I'm totally into that show. I'm I have like one episode. Okay. Left. I'll get it. And I'll watch it. Okay. We also received um, an email from Savannah. Uh, she is a listener, Savannah M. She, um, likes to listen to us on long drives. She says she loves our show. Um, and she's from Oregon and currently resides in, uh, Southeastern Oregon, but originally from Southwest Oregon. Hmm. So she's a new listener and she reached out and I mean, just to take time to email us is awesome. Oh, thank you, Savannah. Yeah. Um, we also have Eddie B who wrote us and this was funny. He says, um, he's just listening to season two, episode nine. He's listened to almost all of the episodes. He just wanted to reach out and give us encouragement. He says, we do a good job of making a conversation sound so interesting. We think so too. Thank you. We think we are so interesting. Yes. (laughs) I think everybody that has a podcast to an extent, things that are, you know, that what we have they, something important to share. I mean, yeah, we that have we are something. so interesting. Yeah, he wishes he could have drinks with us sometime, but he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't get to. Eddie should have been last night. Eddie, you would not have wanted to have drinks with us not. last night. We became even more interesting last night. We, yeah, but you know, the great thing about having a friend that you've known for years is that you can do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Actually, we didn't even talk about anything serious. I thought that was kind of actually fun. We got together. It was about four o'clock. We came in. We have our camper. We have our dogs. And we just got in here. We hung out. Yeah, you're right. Nothing was like other than the Will Smith. We talked about Will Smith. I mean, we did go kind of serious in the beginning, but that was okay. Yeah, it was a good time to connect with your dad, with Dan. But, um, yeah, Will Smith was, like, the most serious thing we talked about. Hey, yeah, and now I'm done talking about it. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. Uh, And also we did talk a little bit about missing missing an indigenous woman in... Missoula, Montana. 
Yes. And we scared someone about the safety of yeah, women. No. Okay. I mean, we met someone from that had just recently moved here from Montana, and the first thing that came we, to my head was the missing indigenous women in Montana. And I get a text from Christine. She's across the room, and it was about that. And I'm like, oh my so gosh. Does, does she know? This person we just met, how uns- that she almost lost her life. Yeah, she could have gone missing in Missoula, Montana. I mean, it, it scary situation there. I'd love to cover that. There are some really good mm-hmm. podcasts out there on that. I think we've talked about that yeah. before. We definitely freaked this this person out, though, last night a little bit. We information we're shared. We're, we might be a little intense to some people. We information <laughs> shared, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, are those the review uh, emails we have, I think or that's did we all, have another one? Uh, that's all we all we have right now. Okay, um, creepers. Uh, if you have anything interesting you want us to, you know, report, or if you just want to say hi and tell us you like what you're hearing, please email us. Um, and also, we wanted to talk about our Facebook page that is just like blowing my mind i remember when we had 100 followers on there and and it was was so we like celebrated it was Mm -hmm. so weird and now i think we have over 1500 like it is insane so if you are one of the creepers that have hit the follow the like button on our facebook page thank you thank you Mm -hmm. we so appreciate it um i'm realizing that um before we talk about the movie that we're going to talk about my hair Right now, it looks like my hair in the photo that we have on Facebook from when we were teenagers. So that photo that we have as the cover photo is from when Kim and I were in high school together. We were sitting outside. Like, I can go back to that day and, like, remember us sitting out there taking photos. And my hair was a bob, and it's a bob again. Yeah. I just had, like, six inches cut off. Yeah, I and have now, big hair in that picture, I think. My hair's not as big. It was big. curly. Yeah. yeah. So, I Yeah, don't know. so that's what we looked like back then. If you want to see what we look like now, you get have your to come tickets to, to the True Crime. You uh, don't want to know fest. what we look like right now, though. <laughs> no. It's bad. Not right now. <laughs> no. No. This is a hot mess happening. So the movie that we're going to talk about is called No, no Exit. Exit. And I don't know if y'all have seen this on Hulu, but we almost missed it. And we both just found realized the reason why we didn't know that it was a new movie is because it looks like the cover of another movie that we've already seen. Years ago. So we both didn't think it was a new movie because we're like, oh, it's just that one movie from years ago. Why is it popping up here like this? Because it just does sometimes. But it wasn't an older movie. It's a new one. Yeah, and the minute you said there's a new movie on Hulu called No Exit, I'm like thinking, oh, I I thought that that was the that old... Gabrielle check in the side of the car. And remember, her name is, was it Gabrielle Anwar? I think was the actress in that movie. You're I'll have so to look good. it up. But she was on a trip and she got stranded on the side of the road and stuck in the car and it, and it was ghosty anyway we're not reviewing that movie we're reviewing no exit the, the the whole part of that whole verbiage we just spat out at you was that we both thought that it was the old movie and we yeah. skipped right over it until until i actually paid attention and realized this could be something good so no exit is a drama mystery and thriller according to imdb which is where i go every single time 
I watch anything. I, I go don't. and look it up. That's oh my so gosh. Funny. Every time any show, any documentary, anything, I'm on here and I look up everything about it. Wow. I look up all the actors because it lists all of the actors. And then I go down and look at the trivia. Huh. So often people, I'm not um, logged into IMDb, but if you are, if you're a member, you can go on there and review the movie. You can go on there and put in, like, trivia, I think. I don't know for sure about the trivia. Hmm. But this will have, like, the location that the movie was filmed. Because a lot of times I'll be like, oh, that looks like the Pacific Northwest. So I'll get on here and look, and it'll be Canada. Exactly. Like, Every fuck, time. Why does Canada look like <laughs> the Pacific Northwest so much? No Is it kidding. Because we're near Canada. I have a question for you, yeah. though. Would you ever go on IMDb and see the review, and then that hinders you from not watching the movie? Yes, because a lot of times when there's a scary movie out there, Often it'll be like a three point two. There's never there is not any good scary movies no. out there. This is actually actually right, this is a good movie. This is a six point one, which is good. Like that for this That's type of high. movie, this is pretty a pretty good. Um, well, and it's rated R, which I like. I mean, I always look at that. I don't look at IMDb. I look at the rating. If it's rated R, then I'm like, okay, I'm oh, in for uh-oh. it. PG thirteen, maybe. I'm like, okay, why? Because didn't we just watch? We're getting off track, but the new Ben Affleck movie that's on there too. Yes, on we decided not to cover <laughs> that one today because we couldn't necessarily tie it into what we throw down here, except for the weird snail part, but whatever, we're not going to go into that. Uh, okay, so what was the name of that one? Dark Water, right? Dark, Dark. Sexy Water. <laughs> It's the first time I've actually liked him and found him, like, really good looking. Which is so weird. You're like, there's a movie. I'm like, I've already, <laughs> already seen watched it. And it. the snails fucked me up. Like, what was up water. Nothing. The snails did nothing. I kept waiting okay. for We're them. completely off track okay. for our creepers. We'll come back. If you want to hear us review Dark Water, then send, send us, us a message. <laughs> we might do we'll that. we'll make it really funny. Um, okay, so no exit. Basically, the the premise to this movie is that during a blizzard and stranded at an isolated highway rest stop in the mountains of the Pacific Northwest slash Canada. No, I don't actually know where it was filmed. A college student discovers a kidnapped child hidden in a car belonging to one of the people inside. So that was what the cool thing. So that the main girl is it starts out she's in like recovery right mm-hmm. she's in a group and she's been mandated to recovery by like she's obviously been arrested and the courts are forcing her into this recovery s- setting and it's it's law it's a locked facility mm-hmm. so it starts out with our main character and she's in group and she's pissed she doesn't want to be there because she's mandated to be there and she gets some news that her mom is in the hospital but of course she can't leave. They're not going to let her leave because this is required. And so what happens? Well, she finds a way to leave, and like, <laughs> of course, yeah, she knows how to get that car started without the key. She's and savvy. Everything. Yeah, you can tell she's super savvy. She's um, obviously been in trouble with the law, so she probably knows. You know, she knows how to get. She knows her how needs to jumpstart a car. She knows, that. of course, everyone <laughs> knows screwdriver. that. Yeah, automatically jump a car. Yeah, I had never seen this actress in anything, and I was impressed with her in this movie. 
Her name is Havana Rose Lou. Yeah. Beautiful. She's beautiful. I love her Mm -hmm. and I want to see her again. I think that's why I kept watching it because she. Definitely. I liked her. I just thought she was a good actress. So she breaks out of this locked facility. She hot wires the car. And of course, it's like a Trans Am or something. It's not an SUV with chains on, my dear. No. Okay. And she gets out of the facility, and she also has a cell phone. How'd she get the cell phone? Was that hers? Yeah, she must have had. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no. Didn't she go to the girl before, and she's like, I need your phone. You have a burner phone. So she took that phone. Yeah. she was also, like, I obviously wasn't paying attention to that, but you're right. She did have a phone that she was in contact with her um, sister. sister with because she was trying to get, at this point, she's in the car, she's she's on the mountain, she's trying to get. I think she's in California. She's trying to get to Utah yeah. to see her mom who is probably dying basically, right? That's yes. The, and she has the cell phone and this Trans Am and, and also a sweater, thankfully. Yeah, she she and has some sweater with her, too. Yeah. And also she finds in that Trans Am that there's some, like, Coke in there. That's right. Or some powdery substance, the, Which too. that will come into play later. Yeah. That's why we're telling you that. Yeah. She So she's driving, 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 and the roads are getting worse. And, of course, it's nighttime. I had so much anxiety watching her drive because living in Michigan and having to deal with, like, snow and the roads and, like, a blizzard, I was, she was seriously anxious driving and I was impressed because I'm like yeah she should be scared Mm -hmm. she's driving up onto a mountain and it's snowing and she's in a Trans Am yeah and the road is white yeah you can't see anything so a lot of a lot of creepy elements here peeps keep 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 going I know so she's driving and she pulls over to take the call or to take a text message, which I was, that was good of her to pull over to, because most of us would have just maybe looked at it. But she didn't. She pulled over. Yeah. And she's on the side of the road for a little while, and she ends up actually falling asleep for a little bit, and a cop comes up and tells her that the road is closed ahead because of the storm, and she either needs to turn back or go to the station or the... Yeah, um, we have a we have a safe spot for people to wait the storm out. It's a, you know, a few hundred yards of the road. That we opened it back up just for this. So please go there or go back. He doesn't want to find her in a ditch later. That's right. <laughs> That's He does say that too. He's like, I'm not going to find you in a ditch. Figure it Tomorrow out. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. So she goes, she goes to the, she does the right thing. She goes to the, um, the visitor center. And when she gets there, I mean, we kind of already told y'all what happens, but she gets there and that she walks in and there's some people already there that got there before her. Yeah. And so as like a seasoned movie goer or whatever, you know, you're watching these movies and I'm always like, okay. Trying to figure it out immediately. Who's, what, yeah, who's who good? Who's bad? Players? What's gonna What's gonna go down here? Yeah, and I liked I liked it because I don't think I've ever seen kind of it's it was kind of a basic plot plot, but it was also pretty intriguing. Like I liked the actors that were there at the visitor center too. I had seen all of them mm-hmm. before, except for the really creepy guy. 
Yeah, right away you you know something's up with this really creepy guy. Yeah, you re- you know he doesn't really want to talk to anybody. He's sitting. He's off. got headphones in. He's he's acting creepy, and and she knows he's creepy, but whatever. She's just there for a little bit, waiting out the storm. They all know they're going to be there overnight, mm-hmm. and there's you know no no service out there. But she goes out into the parking lot because apparently there's one spot in the parking lot that someone says you can get service there so she's out on the parking lot and of course there's a fucking creepy van there right i mean yes because if there's a creepy van there's a potential for like someone to be kidnapped yes yes if there's a kidnapping look for the van uh, and in the and it's the it's the typical the creepy van with the windows in and the it's back. under like a street light too like it's sitting <laughs> yeah but she hears screaming coming from the van yeah because even though it's like loud and wintry and bliss you know there's like a blizzard happening she hears this faint <gasps> yeah she's like what is that and she's like looking around and she goes to the van the back window. And she sees a, a little girl in this van and her mouth is taped she, and she's in distress mm-hmm. and she's tied up. And, and the girl is, uh, our main character is like, holy crap, what, what is this? You know? Her so name, yeah, immediately she's like, she looks back into the visitor station where it has windows and she, you know, you're thinking, okay, who has, is it the couple that have, and that's what I thought, right? Your brain wants you to think it's the couple that's kidnapped the kid and thrown him in the van. Mm-hmm. Is it the creepy guy? Well, it's not going to be the creepy guy because no, he's that's creepy. that's too obvious. Right? And then the, when she came, went in before, there was another guy sleeping on the side yeah. there that she didn't meet, I don't think. And so... Um, and he was the cute guy. And he was kind of cute and young in her age. Right. So you don't think it's him. No, because he's way too nice. And they've already done, I think before, but before she sees the girl or after she sees the kidnapped girl, she comes back in because she's got to try to figure out whose van it is. Mm-hmm. And so the our main character's name is Darby. Uh, and she, so they, they all decide to play cards. Some poker. Some poker because one of the characters, so there's a couple and, and the husband, ex-Marine, Likes to play cards, and we find out he has a gambling issue. Yes, we do. They're on their way to Reno. <laughs> they So she finds out where everyone is going, right? They all kind of meet up at playing this little game at the table, and she's freaking out, too, because she's got a plan. She's trying to figure out who fucking owns she's the She's trying band. to hold her shit together. Yes. Like she's trying to play poker. She's analyzing everyone at the table. She's cold. She's she worried always, about her mom. She has yeah, a lot going she has, on. She's worried about her mom. So there is a lot going on, and it's a little intense. And also the thing is, is she has really, really pretty long hair. And she has it down in the whole movie, which is very admirable, too. Because I don't, when my hair was longer, before I got this bob cut that I have from now from my teenagers again, I I never wore it down for long. Like, no. it gets in my way. It's, and every time I say to Dave, anytime we're watching a movie where there's like action and the female has her hair down, I'm like, no, no way. She would have pulled her hair back so quickly, but Darby has her hair down the whole movie. Beautiful head of hair. Beautiful hair. She looks, I believed it actually. I believe that she probably wears it down most of the time. I actually believed Darby. You did? Yeah. 
Yeah. And the way that there's a scene where it's splayed out. Yes. And that's so funny. It was like her hair was another character kind of at the end. Yes. We'll talk about that. Because I felt that way too. That's so funny. I think it, I think it almost gave to her character. Like it made her character more powerful maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why it just went off because it's like the the beer thing in the brain. Okay, so she's at this table. She's got a lot going on, and they she hones in and figures out pretty quickly that it's the weirdo guy. That's his van. Mm-hmm. And he um and then she goes back out because she keeps going in and out and no one cares. Like she's out again. And yeah, she at this point she's trying to um. To help the girl, she's in and out. She knows it's that guy's van, right? Mm-hmm. She she gets into the van at this point. She goes into the, the woman's bathroom, okay, which is being remodeled. And the worker left a bunch of tools in there. Yeah. So she the bathroom's not usable, the girl's bathroom, I don't think. In fact, I don't think it ever shows anybody go to the bathroom. She just goes in there and finds all the tools. And she figures out that there's actually an exit through the female bathroom out to the van. So without anyone knowing, she grabs the tools that are left. She breaks into the van. She gets into the van and she says to the girl, I'm going to help you. You know, oh my gosh. And during the time that she was getting the tools and stuff, that other guy came in. The other guy that was sleeping. The other young, cute guy. Right? And she is... And she... She already knows it's the creepy guy that has the girl in the van and she wants, she needs help at this point. She, they know she wants to overtake the creepy guy and get the girl out of the van. And so she kind of confides in the young, cute guy. Cause he's so nice. And, um, he is really nice. And, and she's like, he, that the creep has a girl out in the van and I'm going to get, you know, we have to get her. And so, um, he's like, I'll do that with you. Yeah. You have a gun. Yeah, so they kind of devised this plan. But that's after she, she kisses him. Well, be, she, <laughs> she was... A, she's lucky because she got to make out with our poor creepers. She was, like, talk, tr- in the midst of telling the guy that the guy is a Confiding, creep, right? Yeah. She's in this little side room that she found that has the, the, the door, the she's bathroom. in the woman's bathroom. And it has the door out to the outside, so they can do, they can come up with their plan and they're in the middle of it. And the creepy guy comes Come in. Bursts into the bathroom. And because he's kind of figured out, she knows about the girl in the van. He saw her footsteps out of the van. He saw her footsteps in the snow. So he now knows that Darby knows. And he's like, I got to get to Darby. And he walks in. And then just in that moment, Darby, they embrace, they embrace and they act like they're, you know. Making out in the bathroom. Yes. Darby and Ash. So. Ash is his name. And so she gets to, like, make out with him yes. as, like, a cover. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking, okay, I mean. It's realistic. There all could right. be some romance happening at <laughs> let's, also. Let's go with this. A lot of people do that when they're stressed. They find romance. So. Yeah. She's frantic. She doesn't know what the hell to do. She's, like, she's in hyper mode. You know, she's just trying to get out to the van and get the girl. And now she has a helper. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Now she has someone on her side. Yeah. So she's like, okay. So their plan was uh, for her to go back out to the van, and they knew that the creep was going to follow her, right, when he saw her go to the van. So they're like, you will go. They came up with a plan. Darby's going to go to the van. The creep's going to follow you. In that moment, the cute guy will go back in, tell the Marine, the couple, 
and then we'll rush out and we'll save the girl. Is so, that what they were going to do? Yes, the I plan know. was, and Darby was like, well, what if you can't get out? And he's like, I will, though. I, it, it, you'll go out. It'll be immediate. You'll, yeah. We'll come out and get you. I know he took the staple gun. So he finds the, also the, the, you know, the worker left behind all these tools. A loaded, really nice nail gun that like <laughs> a nail gun. really Sorry, not a thick stick. nails. Yes. Which is a fucking weapon, basically. A really good one. But it's not plugged in or anything. Right. It doesn't so it must need be power. a battery. It's a battery option. And it was charged. Yes. Let's just assume all these things. Why are we even like, okay, I'm putting all this together. So, <laughs> they are, they have this plan. They're, it's a solid it's plan. It's a solid plan. Maybe False not so romance. solid, but what else are you going to do? Like, in that moment, what else would be your plan? I mean, other than to just go out, break the window, and... I mean, I don't know. She could have... <clears throat> I don't know why she didn't just tell everybody, because the, you know, they all could have... I think the plan they have now is a solid plan. Okay. I don't know why she You're didn't gonna, do the other okay. thing. But. Okay. So anyway, so then she gets to the van. And this is this is your first twist, right? Your, there, a twist comes up. And did you see this coming? I did not see it coming. I kind of did. Damn Ash is bad. Yes. Damn him. He's part of. Oh, because the little girl tells her. So she gets to the van. She tells the girl, I'm going to rip off the duct tape and the little girl's a good actress too i mean that would hurt obviously and she's ah! yeah she's like she yells yeah you ah! know like as soon as that duct tape comes off that girl's screaming and uh <laughs> darby's like, like calm earlier. down i'm going to save you um and immediately the girl says what about the men and uh, and darby's like what wait whoa what there's there, the minute the little girl says, what about the men? Okay, she says men. She doesn't say man. She says men. men. And Darby's like, oh, shit, I just made out with. Yeah, immediately you're like, okay, great. So then she looks out the window and she sees. And the men are coming. And they're coming after her and she's in the van. And she doesn't have a, wait, she might have like a screwdriver. I don't even know what she, she would have. She has maybe like a little box cutter thing oh, yeah. with her. Yeah. Yeah. So the men are coming out. They, what, what even happens after she is, that? She escapes out of the van, doesn't she? And she goes into the woods and they chase her and it's really freezing cold, right? Or is that? That's later. Oh, shit. I think she finds a way back into the building after that. She does find a way back into the building. Um, no, she did get away, and then she made it back to the building. So she got away, and she ran away from them, and then that's when she made it back to the building, and the couple was in there, the Marine guy and the lady, and she's like, they have a little girl. So now the couple that have been in there, now they know. Finally. What is actually going on? And the Marine guy this whole time is very suspicious. He's hyper vigilant. He's been through shit before. He probably has a little, I'm going to assume some, some PTSD. They always want us to think that about any veteran or, you know, but he's definitely, they've, they've done a little bit of background about his time and, you know, overseas and her also Darby's dad was also a Marine. So Darby's connected with, 
the Marine, you know, the ex-Marine. Yeah. There's very much like a parental feeling, kind of like the couple is strong. They're a good couple. She, sh- I think she should have just gone to them first. Yes. But she didn't. She tried to do it her way. And the, the yeah. woman of the couple was kind of holding back her husband from getting into any kind of altercation with these two creeps. Because she doesn't want anything to happen. She's worried. Her husband's been through shit, and she's like scared that he might get hurt and because he's already been through a lot I can see that as oh I felt for her because she kept saying well be careful or don't go out there and help no we have to go back a little though because before Darby gets to them remember the girl gets out of the van and collapse and the guy is the one that went and got the little girl remember so Darby's running in the forest (laughs) trying to get away from the creeps and the girl gets out of the van and collapses, and the Marine sees her and goes and gets her. So now the little girl is inside with a couple, and Darby comes in and she goes, you got her, remember? And so they, so the girl, the couple, and Darby are inside the visitor center, and the two creeps are outside. But before all that happened, the little girl got away and ran in the woods. That's why Darby and the two guys were in the woods together, okay. remember? Yeah. She had a flashlight. They made her yes. go and try to find the little girl and bring the little girl yes. back. Because the little girl likes Darby, of course. Darby and this little girl end up having a connection. But so... That's the part I think we missed was yes. the two dudes are like, we're going to use you to get the little girl back. Because the little girl cuts herself loose with the box cutter and gets away. Yep. It's all coming back to I me. Know. So your brain is mush too. Yeah, it's very mush. But I think I pulled this back together. Now I have, you know, Darby in in the visitor center with a couple uh, and, the and the two little girl. Men, and the little girl. The, and the two men are outside and they're like, what do we do yeah so let's also add in here i want to tell you the little girl actually has some illness where if she goes into like gets too excited she'll get like a dump of adrenaline or something and she'll go into some kind of shock i don't remember what they called it i don't either but it it was uh we she doesn't have her medication her epipen for her medications in the van and the two dudes have it they have access to it and she's blue not only was she out in the woods, but she's also in some sort of shock where she's unconscious. Now. Yes. Um, I want to say the two actors that are the couple, I really like both of those actors. Yeah. One, his name is Dennis Haysbert, and he was in um, the show that I... Well, first off, he's in like the State Farm commercial. <laughs> I was just going to say, he has a really deep voice. You'll know who he is <laughs> because he's been in all the state... He was also in 24. He was the president. Okay, yes, yes, he was. I love him. He just provides like that. Everything he's in, he provides... And I haven't seen it's him in a voice lot. is so just soothing. strong. Yeah. Like, you just want him to take care of you're but he's believable like you think that he you want has this under control man you're going to buy his insurance because there's just something about (laughs) so i love him and i was happy to see him and then the gal his wife is dale dickey i've seen her in stuff she's been in so many things she's such a good actress she is definitely more in movies versus tv though right 
Gosh, I want to say I've seen her in shows, though, like Let's throughout see. the years and stuff. I've just, it's one of those character actors that you know you've seen in a lot of things. She's a solid actress. She was in, so when you look her up, Iron Man 3. What? She's been in a lot. Winter's Bone. Yes. She's been that's in right. Hell or High Water. I don't know what that is. But y'all, she's definitely been in a lot. She's a solid solid actress so seeing them as a couple yeah i liked it yeah me too. um ash also i've seen him in something else oh too. i haven't yeah um the weird creepy dude i haven't seen him in anything <laughs> and i don't want to see him again so they're they now the good the good people are inside and the bad dudes are out and the good people so darby and the couple and the little girl are trying to figure out how to keep the two bad guys out Yes. And so the whole struggle right now is how do we protect ourselves from these two bad guys who have weapons, by the way? Yes, the creepy guy has a gun. They have that high-powered nail. That's charged. That's charged. And not plugged in. Yeah, so they are armed, and they are just screaming, give us the girl. They just want the girl. We just want the girl. And it kind of goes into a little backstory on these two fellows and who they are and how they ended up with this girl. They were well, they in, were, and they're going to Uncle. Let's just say Uncle Jimmy, or yeah, they have some crazy uncle. Uh, it sounded like they were like foster children together. Ended up in some kind of home with Uncle Johnny? Jimmy, maybe I don't know. But uh, that's where they're going. That they're... they've stole, they've taken this girl, um, and they are to deliver her. To Uncle Johnny's house. Yeah. Of course. So we don't really know. We know that they're not pet of, like, it's not a, a petty ring. Is that what it's even called? Well, it doesn't go into, it's kind of like, are they, what's Uncle Johnny going to do? You know, the weird, creepy guy who's not very intelligent thinks that they're doing this for ransom money. To help her. Yeah. And and Ash knows better. Uh, and they actually do kind of allude to the fact, or at least Darby believes, I think, that it is some kind of, like, human trafficking. Exactly. Yeah. In Darby's head, they've kidnapped this girl. They're going to deliver to her Uncle Johnny. And they're, they're selling girls because she yeah. hears a conversation about them selling children or when this so, has happened before. Yeah, something. they've definitely done something before. But, you know, right now, the, everything is, is fucked up because, number one, the blizzard. Like, that's, that's why everybody's here and everyone's whole plan to get to wherever they were going to be is put on hold and fucked up right now. Right. And so they're standing outside <clears throat> and they're like, just give us the girl. And, of course, our Marine is like, no, we're not going to give you the girl. Right? He steps up. He's badass. Yeah, he does. He steps yeah. up. He barricades the door. He's like, you're not getting in here. I have a gun, and he doesn't, you guys. He does not have a gun, but they don't know that. They're like, could he have one? He's badass. He's a Marine, ex-Marine. He might have a gun. So they don't know. Right. The bad guys don't know. Right, right, right. And then they start to set, they're going to set the building on fire. That's right. They, of course, have gasoline with them, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> they have all the elements that just keep showing up that are... They have a can of gas. Yes. Okay, so they're like, well, the best way to do this would be to start the building on fire because that will make them have to come out. Mm-hmm. And so... So, another twist is about to happen. And I didn't see this twist happening. You, which is good. I don't I don't think I did either. And I'm really grateful that this twist was in there. Okay. 
Not you? I mean, I just didn't, yeah. It, so they're going through all this turmoil inside the building and they're trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. They know that the guys in my are going to set it on fire. La, 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 la. And then <laughs> it flips to the woman, the couple, right? She knows that the girl really needs her medicine. This is how it happened. Okay. Okay. I don't know if the two bad guys are come in yet. I'm not sure if they may. Oh, do they come in to bring the medicine? Yeah. They um, they say to them, we really need her. Like, she's going to die. We need the medicine. So, so you know, they they make it a plan with it. They come in They're with inside the medicine. with the medicine. And the little girl wakes up. She fucking recognizes the wife. She just looks at the wife and she's like, Mrs. So-and-so? And she kind of is like questioning it. Like, is she seeing this? And then it goes into like a flip back from the woman um, in her head. So she is a maid. Yeah, she's she's cleaning these people's house where the little girl lives. And the little girl is a brat to to the maid. I'm okay. going to use a different word, but okay. I mean, she's a minor. I mean, she is a minor. Okay, but she obviously has like influence from her cell phone going on because she has her phone in her hand and she's like trying to make fun of the maid and say, "Dance! I'm going to put you on TikTok or, or something." She definitely was doing a TikTok video. Yeah, like, I could tell it was TikTok. Uh, I just know these things. <laughs> <laughs> and she she was trying to humiliate her maid. And, and then she started blackmailing her and she says to her, I'm going to tell my parents that I saw you take the money or whatever. And so the, the maid knows that this little girl has her, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you see, you hear like the girl screaming downstairs and just the maid standing there or the woman standing there. And she's like, she knows what's going on. She can hear the girl. And then you see the two men come in. Masked men. The two bad guys. The two bad guys are kidnapping the little girl. They're putting the tape over her mouth. And and obviously you, you figure out that the woman, the couple has something to do with the girl being kidnapped. Sandy is her name. Yeah. The problem about this, okay, so this is what I was saying. Like, nobody thought the blizzard was going to happen. So this whole thing, what are the odds that Sandy and Ed, the couple, end up at the same rest area or the same visitor center with the two creeps? Like, that part was a little bit unbelievable to me. Because why were they all... Her plan was to just let them in the house so that they could kidnap the girl. She had no idea that it was a human trafficking thing either, she thinks they're going to get this lump sum of money. Yes, she was doing it because she was going to get the money from Uncle Johnny. And Uncle Johnny was going to turn around and get the ransom from the parents and then turn back. This is what she thinks, that she she's going to do this. They're going to get ransom money because the parents are loaded and they're going to pay for it. And so... And they all met online. Oh, I didn't catch that part. They met online. Uh... And Sandy is pretty naive. She's not a criminal. She's never done anything like this before, but she's fucking desperate because we find out that Ed, who we love. Yes. Who we fucking love, who we would buy insurance from, has a gambling addiction. And he has, of course, because he's trying to get everybody to play cards with him the whole time. 
<laughs> he loves poker, and we know this, and they, they're on their way to Reno. He talks about his love for Reno. So we find out that she has kind of put herself in this position because she needs to bail out the situation with Ed. They've lost everything. They've they lost no money. everything. And the minute the little Why girl Ed? recognizes her and says it, it clicks with Ed. She looks over at Ed. But Ed, not really. Ed is still like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ed's trying to figure it out. Because his wife's not a criminal. He wouldn't. She's just, obviously they're not, I mean... I wouldn't have suspected that she was like a house house cleaner. Like, so she's already in a bad place, right? She's having to make money and add her, you know, the, you think they're this great couple, but really they've lost all their money. They have lost all their money and she starts saying this to him. Oh my God, I just did what I, I needed to do. Account. I saw her bank account and this is what I needed to do. And it wasn't supposed to go down this way. They forgot the medicine when they took her. So that's why, so it shows you a flashback of them calling her and they're oh, like, get the medicine here. Because at that point, they have to deliver a living child to Uncle Johnny and or they're screwed. See, I think I was in the kitchen getting a snack. Yeah, during so you that missed scene. that Because I was in and out during the movie. I'm surprised I remember this much. I was getting lots of snacks. Yeah, night, we're doing so. good on top of we're our so IPA good. brain. So I'm very proud of us. We're almost done. We're almost done, you guys. Hold on. So, yes. Yeah, so that is why. So she comes up with a plan. Let's go to Reno. And, and, and she's going to get the medicine to them because gotcha. the little girl needs her medicine. And that was just an aspect that was, you know, missed. Wait, so did she have the medicine the whole time? I don't know because maybe they slipped, she slipped it to him before we saw that. It didn't really go into oh, that. Oh, she probably Because they were all there. Okay. So very shocking news. You're kind of like, what the Darby's hell? Darby's not surprised. So Darby, Darby is, is just kind of sitting back going, this is a bad situation. The girl is still like blue, you know, not in good shape, but kind of coming to because she's mm -hmm. had her medicine. So Darby's kind of with the little girl and Ash turns around and just shoots Ed. Remember? He just... Boom, and just shoots him. This is when we see that Ash is really, we see what he's really capable yeah. of. Yeah. Because at first we're like, oh, he's just, these are two dudes. You can tell that Ash and the bad guy, the other bad guy, which I'm not even going to look up his name because I just don't like him. They're really close. They're tight. Yeah. They, and I think yes. they're the only, Ash, I, you can tell that there's probably no one else on the earth that Ash cares for. Like, they've just had a rough childhood. You you know this. But he cares about this foster brother of his. Like, he'd do anything he's for going, him. He's going... Yeah, he's going to protect yeah. his partner in crime. Yeah. Because there is some connection there their family, from their childhood. Their family, for sure. Yes. Like, you know there's this brother connection. Yeah. But, so he turns around and he shoots... Ed and you're like what the hell and that's why this is rated R I mean obviously the violence in it isn't yeah it's pretty violent it is pretty violent and he shoots Ed it's really sad because I love him but he's dead yeah oh yeah there's no Point blank range Ed yeah. goes down he's down and um you know there's screaming going on obviously do they turn around and they shoot the woman they too? shoot her next yeah. um what was her name 
Sandy. Sandy. Gosh, you're so good. They turn around and they shoot Sandy. So we... But not dead. She crawls over to Ed and is crying and is like, I'm Very so fucked sad. up. Sorry, yeah, I'm Ed. sorry. She at least got that moment where she was like, oh my gosh, I'm and so then, sorry. And they shoot her again? I feel like he walks up to, like, this is where you see Ash's, like, True dark side, side come out. Yeah. You know, okay, this is, something's turned, and now that he's killed Ed, he's killed Sandy, you're thinking, he's going to kill Darby. He's like, gonna the, kill Darby. Darby's going to die now. And yeah. I'm sure Darby thought that, too. She was just like, uh, you know. Um, and so, this is where... This part, actually, as we're talking about it, like the ending to the movie, is actually, I think, it, it takes a long time from from the part where Ed and uh, Sandy get killed. Like, a lot still has to happen. Yeah. And it's done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You're in peril. You don't know what's no. going to happen. So that's what I like. Right? Yeah. At this point, you know, we figured, you know, we, we know who the bad people are, but you still don't know what's going to happen. Right. So that's what I love. Because you know those. Darby's going to die. Like, he is going to kill Darby. So he he just needs, oh, he needs the car keys. That's right. Because Ed was like, Darby, go hide the keys somewhere. Yes. All of the keys. So nobody can drive away. We're going to hide them. So Darby... And, you know, throughout this had found a place to hide them, but only she knows where they're at. So she's valuable still. He's got to get the keys from her. So he does the only thing he knows to do. Well, I, it was, it was really hard to watch. Again, this is why it's rated R. It's very, I I hate watching. I, I have a love hate for watching shit like this, but Ash takes, she's kind of sitting up against a wall, wall, like a wooden, it's wooden wall. <laughs> and it's not made out of paper. No. Or like... It's a wall, and she's kind of sitting there, and he takes the nail gun, and he holds up her hand, and he's like, give me the keys. And she's like, she won't. You know, Darby's mm-hmm. holding... She's strong. Yeah, she's holding she's strong. Been through shit. She's already been through it. And she's not afraid of him. No, and, and and that's what I love too. Never at one point our main character, she was never like a blubbering mess, right? Mm-hmm. She she's thrown all these things and she's trying to figure out every time and and she's smart and but you know, she's never ever do you see her like losing it no i mean she's crying normally like yeah we we would expect she does a great job but also like you're right she's she's able to like problem solve yes in this crisis every time she's like what do i do next what do i do next he staples her hand up to the wall to keep her in place he takes her hand holds it up to the wall takes this high powerful nail gun and he puts the nail through her hand and it's like it's not just a little nail peeps it's It's a big thick industrial nail. nail so you know she can't just like pull her hand off of this thing like her hand is stuck there and it's tedious to watch. It's like you can she, okay. So you sh- this is the thing you can. She he shoots it into her hand, which again, how the thing even works is a miracle, right? But whatever, it's it's been charged, and nothing happens to her because she's just like looking at it, and her you can tell her brain is like not connected. The fucking pain. It hasn't gotten to her yet, and she's just kind of looking there, and then she feels it. Yeah, she's in shock yeah. at first. Because, I mean, her how many body people went have into it? shock. Yeah. yeah. So from there on, 
she he also proceeds to tell her pretty shortly after that nail experience that her mom passed away because he had her phone. He got the text on her phone. Yeah, he got the phone and that was really sad. Yeah. She got a text and... And the text went through to 911 that she sent. That's right. When she was out and first, we're going to take you all the way back to when she first found the girl. Sorry. I forgot to tell you all. She took a picture of the license plate. So smart. And tried to send a text that wouldn't go through and it said, uh, kidnapped child and, and the location. So for some reason, Ash is standing in there after he's nailed her hand and the text amazingly goes through. For some reason, he's standing in the building and he happens to get a signal because he probably has T-Mobile like me. (laughs) Exactly. And they said that the coverage is better, but it's fucking not. Oh, no. No, it's not better. Shoot. But it doesn't, whatever. But they probably have T-Mobile because T-Mobile's everywhere. And um, the text goes through and he looks down and he says to his creep brother, uh, partner in crime, the text just went through. The police are going to come now. Like, and they know they're screwed. They're like, oh, my, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darby is pinned up to the wall. Um, literally. Literally yeah. pinned up to the wall. Does she tell him where the keys are at? Because she's she in so tells much pain. Him that where the keys are. And then he goes to get the keys. And within that time, she's so fucking smart. She tells the she, little girl. Yes, she sees this hammer that's just <laughs> perfectly placed within reach. She cannot reach it. She's trying with her leg to reach this hammer because at this point, you know, she needs the hammer to pry her hand away from the wall. And, um, the, and Ash now knows the police are coming and he's trying to get things ready and get the place set on fire and get them the hell out of there. He has a lot to do. He's told the creepy guy who's kind of freaking out. I think the creepy guy at one point said, you killed that, right? He wasn't in on killing anyone. He had no idea his brother was actually that bad. So he's watching his brother like do all these things and he tells, he gives him the gun and he's like... Um, Don't let her move. Do not let her move. And then, uh, the and so he ends up out of the room. The creepy doesn't listen to him. And, the, and Darby is trying to get the girl to come over and get the hammer. And she's like... That's right. Kate, or whatever her name is. I need, I need you over. She's like, with all oh, her... Oh, little one. Yeah, oh, little one. Oh, little one. <laughs> oh, little kidnapped girl. I mean... You know, and, but she can't say it loud. She can't scream. No. She, she can only say it enough to be like, get over here. And she's like, and she's, she's just like, she needs to be pride loose. So the little girl helps her. Right. And she has, she gets the hammer for her, but she also tells her, I need you to go turn the lights off. Cause he's not going to shoot you. The good, the, the weirdo creepo guy is not going to kill anyone. The little weirdo creepo guy comes in. Uh, was that after she, or she, while she was prying her hand and, and Darby's like, go turn off the lights, go turn off the lights. Now I need you to do this. When he comes back in here, come go turn off the lights. And the little girl's like, I can't do it. She's like, yeah, you can. He's not going to shoot. He's you. not going to shoot because we know she, that out of the two bad men, this one has more compassion. And also we know that they're not going to hurt the little girl because they need her to be alive. So Darby's like, go turn the lights off. We don't know why Darby wants to turn the lights off. 
but the lights get turned off and Darby decides, which this part was really smart. You know, at some point that little bag of cocaine was going to come in. Yes. Darby had previously been debating about whether or not she should, uh, you know, relapse essentially. Cause she'd probably had some time clean. Mm-hmm. Um, Not by her own choice, but she's now got this, like, little baggie of something. Well, it does come in handy for her. Yeah. They cut literally handy for her. Yes. Oh, I like it. (laughs) She, before she decides to use the hammer to take the nail out of her hand, she she has some of the drug, whatever it was, cocaine, meth, what something, because she knows she won't feel the pain. So she sniffs it or whatever. It was actually smart that, you know, she had it and she took it. She just, whatever it was, it went up her nose. And then she just takes the hammer and, like, takes the other end of the hammer and and pries her hand loose. All while the lights are off. So she gets her hand out and it's like, oh, it's really sore. Yeah. And then what happens after that? They end up outside and... Well, she ends up getting, somehow gets the nail gun and shoots. That, the creepy guy, right? Does she they, kill? They're holding. so bad. Okay, <laughs> here's the deal. The, she does eventually get the nail gun. She shoots the creepy guy in the head with the nail That's gun. That's right. So Darby is loose. It's dark. The lights are on, whatever now. She takes the gun and she... Um, no, that's not what happened, and you're gonna die. The brother accidentally shot him. Remember, isn't that what happened? Didn't the brother acts? The brother has the nail gun, and she's holding him hostage. And too. the brother comes back in, and she has gotten power of the creepy guy, and she and she has the gun now on the yeah. guy. And, yeah. And Ash is like, drop it, and she's like, no. And they're in this. And and something happened. Anyway, Ash accidentally ends up shooting his brother, which is really sad. And then his brother trips and falls, and it sh- it pushes the nail all the way. Yeah, the head. nail was just on the sur- not, I mean, a little bit more than on the surface of his forehead. But and you didn't know if he was gonna die, but you knew it was kind of like bad. And yeah, and then he takes a face plant. And the nail goes in and you know that Krico's dead. He's gone and Ash is now pissed. And at in in within this time, I think the little girl, a little one, and uh Darby get away. Get into the car. They get into her car. Her Trans Am, and she already knows how to hotwire it. Because she's got the screwdriver thing again, and she's they're trying to get away. And she's doing good, but remember, she's got like this adrenaline going, and she's about to drive off in snow in in the Trans Am. And I'm already like, this is a bad idea. Oh yeah, the minute that she got into the Trans Am, I'm like, no, she can't get back in the car. Like she cannot take off in the car again. What is she gonna do? But Ash sets the building on fire, and uh, oh yeah, he does. He, he just does. he leaves he just his sets it, there and on sets fire it on fire because he and it shows him like really sad, you know looking at his brother and you know and then it just shows him turn around and she she ends up just spinning like 
driving into a tree. She starts driving off and he has the nail gun and he's like shooting it at the tire, shooting just boom, boom. Ash has like lost his mind completely. You know now that he was brother's daddy's got nothing to live for. Yeah, he has nothing to live for, so he's gonna kill Darby, he's gonna kill the girl, and maybe even himself. And so he's like just shooting at her car with a nail gun and it starts spinning. And of course she ends up like wrapped around some pole, right? It's like she crashes. Yeah. Really bad crash to the point where she's out of it. The little girl's out of it. And you know Ash is now like... Kind of come and get her. He's going to come and get her. She's going to die. Like, so the the end of the movie is about really the final, like, interaction between her and Ash. Yeah, but the police show up. So in this moment, the police man shows up. And, And he's like, oh... And he gets out of his car and Ash is like, oh my God, they're injured in here. Help us, help us. And he pretends like he's one of the victims. And of course the cop's like, put your gun down, put your gun down, put your gun down. And Ash is like, help us, help us, you know. And so you don't, the cop does not see Darby, right? He doesn't know Darby's He only sees Ash standing at like the back end of this wrecked vehicle. And Darby grabs the gun and she just opens up the door and she shoots right and the cop is like drop your gun to darby because he doesn't know yeah he's like what's going on now he has her with a gun and then and the cop is now drop your gun drop your gun but she shot ash she did shoot ash and and he's down and he's down and then the cop shots darby of course of course because she already needs she needs another injury she's got her hand going on she's wrecked into the tree or the pole she does get a shot on ash and And he's down so you have darby laying there and this is where that part we were describing her hair before and it's so funny that you said that because when it showed her laying there and her hair was all spread out i thought oh my gosh that it's like symbolic a little bit of course her in hair the white right there. snow yeah in the white snow hair. and she's yeah. just like come to and uh so then she knows she's basically gonna die because she's been shot and she's in a bad way i thought she was gonna die did Ash get up and he ended he up getting up cop. and he goes and he shoots the cop? Of course. And then he go and then he goes back to her and he's like, has the gun on her and she's already been shot, so she's like, you know, at this point he's just torturing her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because he's like, how did your? Because her see her dad had also died by suicide, so yeah, she had shared with him that her dad, the soldier, had died by suicide, and so he was like taunting her with a gun and asking her, "Was it, it was sad? Yeah, horrible, horrible." And it's hard when you say everything that actually happened in the movie. A lot happened. Yeah, it's definitely a good one to tune into. I mean, a lot of twists and you know, you weren't expecting. You didn't know what was going to really happen during mm-hmm. it, so that's why I liked it. I wasn't bored. No. Which is so hard to find a movie now that you're not bored with. That's I know. it's so hard to walk away and be like, that was a good movie, you know. So he's down there and he says, you know, he's got this gun, he's taunting her. Is this how your dad did it? Is this? Is this? And he's taunting her. And she gets the upper hand over him. I she he doesn't know, but she has that screwdriver. Yeah, and she ends up. She just takes it and she puts it into his neck. Yay! Yeah. 
And so, of course, then it's really tedious little struggle because he's, like, on top of her. And... Well, what I loved about this is I thought she was going to have <clears throat> some dumb comeback line, like, in a lot of movies where, no, like, this yeah right exactly. I totally thought he's taunting her he deserves it right but she doesn't do that because it's actually pretty realistic she stabs him with a screwdriver she doesn't say the line which was awesome and he falls on her like the whole weight of his body is on top of her and she's been shot she's been hurt in the car she's struggling to get him off of her it was awkward it was like oh my gosh because that's is what so would happen bad. that that's yeah. actually what would happen so she gets him off and she she crawls to the cop over to the cop and she just it just the the you show her and it just she takes the cop's radio and all she can say is help that's it and, and they, you don't know what's going to happen. No, and like, you hear the lady going, you need help, officer? Oh, officer like so-and-so's dead. Yeah, Darby needs your help. So. Who's somebody there? Yeah. It's the dispatcher <laughs> from the Gabby Petito. Oh, no. no Is no. anybody there? I think I just heard help. And she can't even... Uh, yes, <laughs> you did. Yeah. Don't question it. Just get now. Um, so that was our movie, and if you made it to the end of this wonderful review, I commend you. And also, I have no disrespect meant for 911 dispatchers. No, that it's was a joke. not an easy job. I would not want it. It's a key um, role for law enforcement. Yes. It's I can't imagine what they hear. I'm not dissing them, but this gal... She could have been a little more helpful. <laughs> well, we, she might have been. Just the movie <laughs> she, ended, so we don't know. We we don't. I mean, she got back on there like three times. Did I really hear that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a good ending, even after. Maybe we don't tell them like what happens after. She's like, maybe we just let you go and watch the the final scene of the movie. Yes, yes. It's go worth it. watch. It's on Hulu right now. It's called No Exit and. If you're if you're like us and you're in need of a good thriller, we suggest it for you. We just wanted to get on here and do something a little bit more fun today because we tend to talk about more serious subjects. Actual true stories. This was not a true story or based on one. Yeah. It was a movie that you've probably already seen. If you watch these types of movies, the the formula for it is a very nor like typical formula of a thriller. But it had some twists and some good actors that we liked. Yeah. It, when I, they opened the door and it showed the actors sitting there in the visitor center, I was like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. And the main girl, Darby, was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Creepers, watch No Exit and maybe... Or don't. Leave us just... your review. Like, email us what you thought oh, of it. yeah. And we'll talk about it. Like, what did you think of the movie? Like, how did how was the staple or the nail gun really working? Yeah, exactly. How? How did all those elements come into play? But and and also, also have, lots of guns. Yeah, if you have any show. other movie suggestions for us that you want us to review, this might be a or new watch. fun thing that we could do. Yeah, because maybe there's something out there we haven't heard of that you think we'd like. Yep. And we'll talk about that. If you send it to us, we'll we'll tell everybody you sent that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, creepers, we're gonna go hydrate. <laughs> Uh, and sleep yeah. and maybe eat something at some point. Yeah. I don't know. 
We need, uh, we need something. Exactly. But it's not alcohol. No, it will not be alcohol for probably a week. For a day. <laughs> okay. Love you. I'm All so right. glad we Love did you this. too, girl. Bye. Bye.